You're listening to Film School, broadcasting every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time at KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, and on the web at KUCI.org slash filmschool. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. In his new film, Tell No One, a French adaptation of a Harlan Coben novel, our guest today, director Guillaume Canet, creates a Hitchcockian contemporary crime thriller and love story which involves murder and depravity in high places. Tell No One was a winner of Francis César Award for Best Director, Best Actor, Best Editing, and Best Music. A rising star in France, Canet was introduced to international audiences as one of the stars of The Beach, and Love Me If You Dare, Tell No One is screening at Edwards West Park 8 in Irvine. Guillaume Canet, welcome to film school. Yes, hello. How are you today? I'm fine and you. Oh, I'm doing very well. Where did we reach you? What part of France? Oh, I'm in the southwest ah. of France. Oh, right. in the summer you're in the south of France. You are a very fortunate man. Yeah. Uh, no, in the southwest. Not in the French Riviera, just in the southwest. Okay, uh, well, right. then you're not so lucky. <laughs> yeah. where, where it's really nice. Yeah, I'm sure okay. it's very nice. Yeah, very good. Where well, you don't have all those stars, you know, movie stars. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Well, yeah, who needs those people anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, how, did, how were you introduced to this Harlan Coben novel? What was the thing that got you started on this film? Actually, it's um, someone who was working at the production office. Uh-huh who was um, an assistant of the producer, who read that book and talked to me about it, and I really loved it. The real first time when I read it, I really thought, you know, you had all the ingredients, you know, can uh-huh. you say that? Yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. You know, to, to have a film with uh, some thriller, some a real love story, and that's actually what I really loved at the beginning, is the love story mixed in the thriller. Because mm-hmm. the, thriller, the thriller itself was not so interesting for me, but when I found out that all the the energy and the what's happening to this guy is for a love story and a great love story, you know, that's what gave me the passion about the story and the book. And uh, so, so you consider yourself a romantic then? Exactly. Uh, very good. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm a romantic. <laughs> were there were there were there any uh, challenges or difficulties in in taking an American novel and putting it uh, into? Yes. The, the first challenge was that uh, when we, you know, young director and young producer, we decided to do this <laughs> this film. I mean, the book was a bestseller, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was quite hard for us to uh, contact, you know, the, the writer, Harlan Coben and everything. And we found out that the film was going to be made in the States by Michael Apted. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we found out that it was over. We couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And finally, and like, a couple of months later, I, I was in L.A. for a festival, and um, I sat down by pure coincidence in front of Michael Apted. And I told him, and I said, you know, you're going to do a film about a book that I love. And he told me, you know, actually, I'm not doing it anymore. Oh. It's, it's, <laughs> so, it's over because uh, the producer, the studio are not happy about the, the script. I don't know, for some reason, you know, they, they didn't do the film. And he said as a joke, do it yourself. <laughs> so uh, I, um, I, you know, I pretended to go to the bathroom. I called my producer, <laughs> and I, I called my producer right away and said the rights are free, are available, and we jumped on the occasion to, to try to uh, get the rights. And so after that, it's been it has been a, a long uh, negotiation, 
you know, with the with the writer and his lawyer and everything to to get the the rights. And finally, we we did it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, what a happy accident for all of us that you were able to do this. This is a, a, a terrific film. You're able to blend so many different elements, so many different genres together. You have your thriller, your crime thriller. You have a love story, and they work beautifully. So, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. That, that's actually really what passionate me about the, the story, that you had all those uh, genres in it, yes. Did the actors in this, did they have trouble sorting this out? Were they looking for direction as to what it was, or did they pretty much uh, have a good grip of the story? You know, when I first uh, came to see them, I was so passionate about it, and uh, about all the characters, actually, because I, I think a lot lots of the characters are really, really interesting, and uh, have many things to do in the story and sometimes they were quite lost <laughs> you know and uh, that was uh, that was really uh, fun to show them the way obviously these actors had a tremendous amount of trust in you yes but be- because i know you know i think it's it's always the same thing on the on the set you know when you're directing a film uh-huh. if you show to anybody you know to everybody on the set that you know where you're going even if you don't know but you pretend <laughs> to know where you're going <laughs> You want to to uh, show your passion to everybody. You know, everybody is like following you and trusting you, and that's. I think it's really the most important thing on a on a set. I think is that everybody trusts you. So a director's job is to pretend like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> is that yes, what you're most of the time. Yeah, most of the time, if you you know you you have like I don't know like uh, two hundred questions a day. Uh-huh. And and if you don't know the answer, you, you have to pretend you know it. You uh, really managed to put together a, a very good cast of people, starting with your lead lead actor. François Cluzet, yeah. yeah. Yes. He, he, is, he is really one of the best actors in France since a long time, but he, he, before this film, he was not working that much. For like four or five last years, you know, I couldn't believe why he was not working and why people were not making him work, you know. And I was really... Uh, uh, disappointed with this, and uh, so when I offered him the part, he couldn't believe it because he knew it was he knew it was really important for him as an actor to do it. As soon as I proposed him the the film, my producer was really crazy because he, he told me what happened just right away is that all the finances pulled off, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. decided to not do the film anymore because they thought it was not bankable. <laughs> So uh, we had to fi- to do the film with less money, and uh, and I had to convince everyone that everybody that he was the best actor for that part. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was a really great experience for me because he did it, and he won the best actor at the César, the French Oscar. So it just uh, shut them uh, mouth, you know. Well, yeah, what a wonderful <laughs> event! In addition to Francois, you you got some tremendous actors to in support of him. The thing about him, and I wanted to point this out to the, anyone who's interested in, in seeing the film, he has one of the most expressive faces in terms of being able to project emotion that I've seen in quite some time. He, there are stretches of the film where he's not required to say much, but you can see yeah. what's going on just based on his facial features. Yeah, and I love that with François, because, you know, when we when offered him the part, we, we made some um, reading on the script, and uh, he was really, uh, I loved his way of working because on many scenes he asked me to cut some lines. You know, usually the, the inverse, you know, with actors, they always want to talk a lot, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was going on telling me that he, he would prefer not to say that, but uh, but playing it, 
you know. Uh -huh. uh, rather than saying it, he, he, he would prefer to, to play it. And that's what happened in most of the scene, when sometimes he can't say silence, you know, uh -huh. silence. Yes. Everything is going on his face, and it's... And I was talking to him while he was, I was filming him, I was talking to him. That was great, because it's really rare when you have an actor who believes in you and trusts you that much and do ev everything you, you ask him to do. You well, it, it also pulls the audience in to him as a character. Yeah. You're more invested in him because he's not telling you what to think or how to think. You're feeling his emotion through his, mm -hmm. his expression. There's that wonderful scene of him watching the movie of his wife online who he has thought was has been dead for eight years. And yeah. he sees her, and he's, he's quiet during that whole take, and, and yet it, feel, it feels like there's a dialogue going on, that he's speaking to you. Did you have any uh, dialogue in that scene that he asked not to say? No dialogue on that scene, but yeah. that was exa exactly the, the example of the scene where, where I was talking to him, yeah. and uh, I never shown him. Uh, before the first take, I never shown him what was going to happen on the on the screen of the computer. Mm. You know, I, I prepared everything. I just asked him to sit down behind the computer, and we rolled the camera. and I, And I said, "Okay, you're gonna press that key on the keyboard, and you're gonna have the screen that's gonna you know open, and you're gonna see something. Just react from that. You know that you lost your wife. She's been dead for eight eight years." Uh -huh. You never rebuilt your life, and now you receive a message, and look yes. what's going to happen. Mm. And, I mean, he knew the script. He knew what he was going to, to see, but we filmed already, you know, that, that shot, you know, on her. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so we just shown him. And so all the reaction that you have actually is the first take when you just really discover, you know, the image. And I think for an actor it's great to have this opportunity to, uh, to see something for the first time and uh, really uh, being into it. Yeah, Francois Clouzet. That was that was a wonderful scene. Now I don't know if this is the scene that Mike's going to ask about, but I, I will. I'm I'm curious about one particular scene. Being an American, I'm I'm fascinated with speed and cars. And there's a scene where uh, Francois's character is crossing a what appears to be a freeway or a highway in France. Uh, yeah, it, it almost looks like it was shot during uh, you know a regular rush hour of sorts. Uh, did did you have to close down the road? And is that a split screen that you used to get that? Yeah. No, no, no. Everything is real. Wow. The actor did it himself. Wow. And I was running behind him with my camera. Uh -huh. So that was wow. great stuff. Do you mean th I, that was Francois for all that? Yeah, he did Oof. it. He did oh. it himself, and I was uh, filming him with uh, the handle camera. Wow, and you. <laughs> and, and, and me, yeah. And, uh, and uh, all the stunt were, were yelling, and my producer too, but that was the best way to have, oh. you know, this, this reality, you know, in that scene. And um, actually, we... Uh, we shot it on the belt that's surrounding Paris, and uh, it's like a freeway, and so we had to shut it down for uh, like four hours because we never had, nobody had the authorization to do that before, and that was the first time they gave this authorization to shut down this part of the, the freeway because it's, it's, uh, it's the only freeway to go to Charles de Gaulle Airport, you know? Oh. So we made like wow. a big, big traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> but we had our, our own uh, cars, you yeah. know, 300 cars, and uh, we made this traffic and uh, him crossing and running between the cars and having this big accident. Wow. But uh, that was great to do that. It was, that was a great exciting. scene, and I'll tell you, there's one car that comes really, really close to hitting. It looks like he honestly dodged that thing at the last second and 
What, do you know what I'm talking about? There was one car. I know pe- exactly. Yeah. yeah, this this one is this one. This particular car is the only one that we added in a special effect at uh, the end. Okay. Uh, well, you did a great job because you you really had me convinced that the uh, that this all took place right when it did. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, that, no, because that that was the only way. Because uh, with the accident with the truck, yeah. we couldn't we couldn't uh, have a car that close to him. <laughs> so that, that's the only car that we we just added at the end. I've got to say too, the cinematography in this movie was beautiful. You did uh, just a wonderful job in bringing this to the screen and and making it so. I, I don't want to say it's more than watchable. It's it's beautiful to see. Uh, oh, cool! Did, did you Thank have? You, so uh, much. I, you have a lot to do with that. I, you're you're running around holding a handheld on a freeway. You must have. Yeah, but I, I loved it. You know, I like to uh, hold the camera. You know, and uh, uh-huh. and operate. I love that. And we shot most of the film with two cameras. So my uh, DOP, Christopher Fenstein, had the one camera and I had the other one, and that was great you know to shut some scenes even with dialogues because you can have two uh, sizes you know a frame at the same time so you know what, what when a take is good uh-huh. you know that you have it covered on two sizes you yeah. know excellent well i want i want to remind our listeners that we're speaking with Guillaume Canet and the film is tell no one i think this is something you've heard before so i'm going to say it this is a film that you may not understand every detail of what, of the plot as it moves along, but it's a film that you really, again, it, like the actors, you have to trust this film, and it's well worth it, because it has a tremendous payoff, if you will. Uh, you did a great job of threading the needle on this one in terms of believability and the plot and the characters. It it all works very well together, Gil. Oh, thank you so much. But that, that's exactly what I wanted to do on the film, is that to lose a little bit the audience, you know, I mean, to, to make them lost a little bit, you know, and not to understand what's going on and to wait until we, we have this big plot, you know, at the end, this big explanation that gives you all the details and yeah. understanding, you know, what what went on. We have been speaking with Guillaume Canet. The film is Tell No One. Thank you so much for being here on Film Thank School. you very much. Thank you. Yeah, take care. Thank you very much. And I really appreciate that the film is working very well in, in the States. And I appreciate that we have a new audience now for the film. So Excellent. I appreciate your, your help on it. As it should. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank oh, you very much. All right. To learn more about Film School, listen to more interviews, or subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at KUCI.org slash filmschool.